0: Oh, wait, you didn't count down. That's okay, keep going. We can edit out. The following podcast
1: contains mature language and adult discussion.
0: Viewer discretion is advised. Oh, wait, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so hear me out how can you drop a raw egg from a height onto a concrete floor without cracking it I'll say it again how can you drop a raw egg from a height onto a concrete floor without cracking it yeah
1: from a height yeah what's the height
0: pick a height any height it don't matter Let's go with 12 feet. okay,
1: so I can say uh, half inch. All right, ain't gonna crack.
0: All right, let's go with six feet. (laughs) How can you drop a raw egg from a height of six feet onto a concrete floor without cracking it? All right,
1: I'm gonna overthink this because I did this in high school.
0: Okay. Overthink it.
1: We had to, like, build a fucking... I think I use like, straws from McDonald's or some shit like that. And mine didn't break. <laughs> yeah.
0: You want to know the answer?
1: I don't know if I really do, but go ahead.
0: <laughs> concrete floors are very hard to crack.
1: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: How can you drop a raw egg from a six-foot height onto a concrete floor without cracking it? The answer Jesus. is, well, concrete floors are very hard to crack. <laughs>
1: I got one more. That was bad.
0: I got one more. That was really bad. What can you hold in your right hand but never in your left hand? I don't know. Your left hand. Really?
1: So you're saying my right hand can't hold my left hand?
0: No, your right hand can hold your left hand, but your left hand can't hold your left hand.
1: But my left hand can hold my right hand.
0: Yes, that's true. But your left hand cannot hold your left hand. For
1: fuck's sake. Oh,
0: Chris. Well, I mean, we could have went the whirlwind route of this, and I could have said, okay, I want you to sit on your left hand for 10 minutes, When let me know when it starts to tingle.
1: I would have told you to paint your fingernails so that it doesn't look like you're doing it yourself.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, you made me sniffle. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to (laughs) the Screws. We're extra loose today. Um, I'm Chris at Sean. So today, for our drink review, we've got well, we got two things. Me and Sean are gonna try the what? What have you concocted here, sir?
1: No, this is just uh, Jim Beam uh, a bourbon cream.
0: Jim Beam bourbon cream. So it's like the Buffalo Trace, but it's the Jim Beam brand. Oh, dude, say
1: that like five times really fast.
0: Which which part? Jim Beam bourbon cream. Jim Beam bourbon cream. Jim Beam. I for frick. All right. And then, as soon as we're done with that, in honor of Yellowstone, I'm going to be reviewing a yellow jacket. Um, but first, the uh, the Jim Beam. Cheers, sir. Cheers, buddy.
1: That's a pretty tasty that's, beverage.
0: That, that's 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 not too bad. I didn't think I would ever like anything Jim Beam produced.
1: I've never had anything Jim Beam produced. This is my first. Well, you're. It's. I'm getting my cherry
0: popped. (laughs) Count your lucky stars. Jim Beam is garbage. Like the only thing good for Jim Beam is like if you're mixing it with Coca Cola. Considering I don't drink soda, that's good. That's really good.
1: I mean, I'd put that up against that Buffalo Trace.
0: It's, it's a little bit. um, It's not. It's not very. Lighter,
1: yeah, it's not very potent.
0: I like the Buffalo Trace better, but that's that's I think a good the Buffalo Trace has more flavor. Yeah, that's a
1: good beverage, but this is pretty good. Although it's been sitting in ice for a few minutes, so where'd you find
0: this? <laughs> Walmart. Oh come on, I'm not kidding, man. I hate Walmart, but every now and again they got a good buy. Here we go.
1: Yeah, well, I was I was going through and. Um, I had to restock a couple things, and I happened to see it, and I was like, eh.
0: Did you find your Pinnacle Whip?
1: Oh, my God, did I ever.
0: Did you finally get rid of all the Smirnoff? No. Why don't you just dump it down the drain? Make more room for better things.
1: No, no, no. No, absolutely not. That would would be a waste. Because I can still use... I got like a half a bottle of Pinnacle Whip. I got a full bottle of Vanilla.
0: So I don't want to waste, no. Well, that's responsible.
1: Yeah.
0: Drink responsible, folks. All right, next up. Sean, are you sure you don't want to try this? Hell no. So I've had it once before. I didn't really get a chance to review it. This here is what they call on the show Yellowstone, which I will be talking about in a few minutes. It's that thing in that um, looks like that Jamaican beer. I don't remember the name of it. But it's got a bottle like that, like kind of a short bottle with a, I don't know any other way to say this without sounding dirty, but it's not, um, it's got a a little nipple.
1: It looks like something from like the 80s, maybe 70s. It really does. Looks old.
0: This is a Coors Golden Banquet Beer, and it is famously known on the show as a yellow jacket. I'm not sure if that is a Yellowstone thing or if... People call these things Yellow Jackets? I have no idea. Nonetheless, I'm trying right here a Coors Golden Banquet beer. So I have a question. As if I were Rip Wheeler. Do you think I'll look like Rip Wheeler when this is done? No. I don't either, dude.
1: But you think that Coors is doing a good job right now because they're drinking that shit on on the show?
0: Well, I think Coors... Okay, so Coors Light in the can. That's like kind of like my go-to cheap beer. Has been since I was, um, let's just say, 21. It was before then.
1: I'm just saying, I, I don't think Coors is like a... How do I don't want to say this?
0: Fancy schmancy? Like a craft beer? Right. They're not.
1: They're not. But now that this show comes out,
0: people buy them because they want to be Rip Wheeler. Sorry. You don't like Rip Wheeler?
1: No, I like the show and I think he's cool, but a beer isn't going to do it.
0: No, it's really not. Like, I looked at my wife the other day. So, (laughs) I tried these things about a month ago. And, um, yeah, it... I don't think it made my muscles any more thick. I didn't know how to ride a horse by the end of the beer. Um, I still probably couldn't throw a punch that would knock a man out. And I don't wear... They're, they're not aviators, but they're kind of... You
1: need a cowboy hat.
0: I do need a cowboy hat and some boots.
1: Well, we can take care of that. you so- live in Arizona, dude. You can get yourself a good hat and some boots.
0: I wonder if I could pull it off.
1: As a matter of fact, the the boot store is right next to Total Wine here in Queen Creek.
0: And while we're at Total Wine, we can get some American honey and we can sample that next week.
1: American honey?
0: Yeah, wild turkey. Wild turkey makes American honey. Have you had American honey yet?
1: You're just obsessed with honey, aren't you? I
0: I love honey-infused whiskeys and bourbons. Well, Jack Daniels, not so much. Jack Daniels tastes like they got pepper in it. And like pepper and honey, I mean, maybe they go together. I mean, it kind of went together on that breakfast toast that we had the other day.
1: Oh, that's what we should talk about. Oh, boy. Man, that was something.
0: What was in that?
1: Are you talking about the sandwich now, or are you talking about...
0: I'm just talking about the toast. The sandwich is a, th- that, that's an episode all by itself. So
1: the, the toast was, I believe it was sourdough. And then it had the ricotta cheese on it. Yeah. With honey Uh huh. and pistachios.
0: And fig and crushed red peppers.
1: I've missed the fig.
0: I didn't really care if they were, I, I, I was just going, I saw crushed pistachios. And, like, you had me there.
1: Yeah, the pistachio, the ricotta cheese, and the honey on the bread, that's what really made me go, damn.
0: Yeah, none of those things really seemed like they should belong together, but, man, it was a good pair.
1: It paired up very nicely.
0: And, you know, we followed that up with a braised, no, cheddar braised roast beef sandwich with horseradish and au jus Yes. on a ciabatta bread. Yep. I kinda wanna quit my job and eat this place every day.
1: Their food is <laughs> phenomenal.
0: And I had the potato soup, which was good, but it was nothing compared to the, the sandwich and the toast.
1: What do you think of the tomato?
0: It was good. Well, um,
1: it's good. Um tomato garlic.
0: It was a smidge on the garlicky side. Oh, there's but there's no such thing. No, there's there, no such thing as garlicky. The, the garlic limit does not exist. I get it. But here's the difference between me and you, if I may, with respect.
1: Only because you said with respect.
0: I have to sleep next to a female.
1: <laughs> it's a king size bed, bro.
0: You got room. I might want to cuddle. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm 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 keeping it PG. Okay. If I have too much garlic, it may detour cuddling.
1: I'll tell you what. If I had a girl that dove into garlic, I'd be all over it.
0: You kind of (laughs) did. You want to roll the credits? No. You want to keep that in or cut (laughs) it out?
1: No, are are you talking about my ex? No, that, she does not eat a lot of garlic.
0: Oh. Anyway, so, like, if you had a a damsel, if you would, Mm -hmm. that was laying next to you and she had garlic upon her breath... Breath with a th. I was like, "Wow, yeah, I'm
1: all up in that." <laughs> I don't Damn like the direction boy. of this show. This is
0: this is getting rated R. I'm liking it. You gave me a two finger pour, and I'm barely a half of a finger pour in. This is not booze infused.
1: All right. Yeah. Let's let's talk about uh,
0: breath with let, a th. Let's
1: talk about some some garlic on the breasts.
0: Oh boy. This is this is falling off the rails quick. <laughs> anyway, but you get my point. Yeah, but I like I love garlic. Like love. Everybody loves garlic, but nobody wants to smell it on another human being's breath. I think that's the point we're getting at because you get the garlic burps, you get that it it almost comes out of your bones.
1: Oh, I get the garlic farts. I don't know what it does to me, but Jesus, the rest of the day, I'm tearing it up. All
0: right. You eat garlic on everything, though, yeah?
1: Everything. There's nothing better than roasted garlic on everything.
0: Okay, like, do you put, like, the fresh garlic on everything, or do you use, like, do you ever sub out garlic powder?
1: Um, I do use garlic powder sometimes, but I prefer to use roasted garlic for everything.
0: Okay, so seems like I do this every week and I'm going to do it again. This is almost like a I, I hate the word shout out. Was there was there a substitute for fucking shout out?
1: This is where this is where this lovely little thing called Google comes into place. This is
0: an ode to Brother Michael. An ode, if you will. He um he's taught me how to cook and Master Pot Roast. What did you think of the pot roast I cooked, uh, not last weekend, but the weekend before?
1: Wait, so synonyms. Call, cry, holler. Hollow. Holler
0: would work because he lives in the, uh, the Scream, Midwest.
1: Scream, shout, squall, yell.
0: Squall would work. This is, a, this is a holler and a squall to Brother Michael.
1: What can I say instead of shout out? Affirm, announce, declare, demonstrate... Indicate, profess, publish, trumpet.
0: I am professing my appreciation to Brother Michael.
1: You make him sound like a priest,
0: Brother Michael. My Brother Michael.
1: (laughs) say my in front of it, so we don't have to be like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you know?
0: I'm not Catholic. I don't do that shit anyway.
1: (laughs) Well, when you say Brother Michael... (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh Brother Where Art Thou <laughs> I am a man of constant sorrow Come on, you gotta remember that movie
1: I have no idea what you're talking about Oh
0: Brother Where Art Thou with George Clooney
1: Never watched it
0: Oh my god Nope Come on, dude
1: No, sorry
0: Alright, rewind This is a shout out to my brother Michael I said shout out, didn't I? You did. Will you what throw to an ode or a... there's a box right here, it weighs about a good three pounds. Throw that at my head.
1: Well, I don't know if it's
0: it might be breakable, so we don't want to do that. No. Anyway. I, I
1: don't even know what's in here.
0: He taught me how to make pot roast. And he's been teaching me for what feels like the last twelve years. I feel like the best one I ever did happened two weeks ago. I really do. You got to taste this. Give me your honest opinion.
1: Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. You need toothpicks at your house, though. I
0: That really, is
1: my one downfall.
0: Well, I usually have them. I was out. Huh. I'll get some. So here's something that I did different. For years, I would always sear the pot roast in iron. And then I would, you know, put it in... You know, the container which it was going to cook in. I don't know what you call it. Your there's, slow cooker. Well, I've done slow cooker, but there's also a roasting pan that I have. I did this one in a roasting pan. Okay. I haven't done the slow cooker in a minute.
1: It was in the slow cooker. Well, it was,
0: It was. was. that was the next day. I was reheating it in the slow cooker. Gotcha. I didn't want to overcook it. But there's this really cool roasting pan. Now, usually I would sear it, put it in the roasting pan, cook it, eat it. This time I didn't sear it. So here's what I did. I had that roasting pan. I put the oven on a very low temperature. Everything that I would do prior to searing it, I did. I just didn't sear it. And one of the things is you take the garlic powder and you basically, like, you ever had a paintbrush and, like, you just want to cover every square inch of a piece of paper? Uh Uh-huh. I did that with the garlic powder. No fresh garlic, just the powder.
1: And you put powder all over paper?
0: Well, pretend the roast is paper.
1: Oh. Okay. And
0: this was a two and a half pound roast. Every square inch of this roast was covered in garlic powder. Every square inch. So it was a little garlicky.
1: Oh, there's, there's no such thing as little garlicky.
0: The garlic limit does not exist with you. I understand that. But, like, did it taste strong in garlic? Because I added a lot of beef broth to it.
1: So, uh, I I don't remember actually tasting garlic in there.
0: Okay, so it wasn't overpowering. So, it was good. Probably could have done with a little bit more. Yeah. I probably should have put some fresh garlic cloves in there. I might do that next time. Because I'm going to repeat that. If anything,
1: take and roast some garlic and then put it in there.
0: But if you you put it in there in the roasting pan, it's roasting. So you're saying mm-hmm. roast it first? Yeah. Like in the foil? Yes. With and like then some, they... Like with some oil. Yeah, the olive oil. And then they yep. squeeze it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good idea. Yes.
1: Because then you're going to get that really roasted garlic flavor. Otherwise, if you do it with it in there, it's not going to come out right.
0: That's not a bad idea. I kind of like it. But all in all, that was a good roast, you thought? Because you're not oh, a big I, roast guy.
1: No, I'm not a big roast guy, but I I did like it. That was a
0: good one. Anyway, Yellow Jackets. All right, so here we go. I want to sample this fine beverage. This here is a Coors Golden Banquet Beer. It's official. It tastes like beer.
1: What? Okay.
0: There's nothing special about it. It's a beer. But I got to tell you, if, if I had a cowboy hat and some boots, I'd be feeling pretty cool right now. And if if I showed up in my bedroom this evening when I get home wearing some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat holding a, holding a yellow jacket in my hand, I may get to cuddle.
1: Only if you wear the
0: ashless chaps. That'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you wear sl- assless chaps at home and turn around and take the boots off and the woman might uh, attack you.
0: I was just saying cuddle. Oh, okay. You, you just took this down a road. <laughs> I always take it down a road. Oh, anyway. So, final review of Coors Banquet. If you like beer, you'll like it. If you don't like beer, you'll hate it. It's not a bad beer. Um, I would prefer a Coors Light over it. But... If, if I'm being 100% completely honest with you, there it does give you a little bit of that cowboy feel when you're holding the bottle. It is a true thing. If I'd have never watched Yellowstone, I never would have touched that beer. Anyway. Bespoke. All right. We got our monthly
1: box in. So uh, I opened it last week. Not last week. I'm sorry. Last month. And talked about. I got that whiskey book, which is like the history of whiskey. I still haven't read it, but I I ended up getting that book. I got that little. uh, What did I get?
0: The glasses that um, bounced off your floor four times. Yeah. yeah. That eventually, there was there. I found it shatter point.
1: You did. (laughs) yeah you did and you did a good job at finding it
0: (laughs) and I'm drinking from the brother (laughs) right now yeah you're drinking (laughs)
1: his brother right now it's twin yeah but um, also got that little campfire thing that we have here that we light once in a while
0: yeah pretty much every time I'm over here it stays lit
1: I I try and light it as much as possible it just went out I need to light it I need to put more alcohol in there and put it back in
0: Define more alcohol. because well, this
1: thing drinks as much alcohol as I do. Maybe a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Isopropyl?
1: Isopropyl alcohol. I uh, By the 91%. Well,
0: I tell you what, it, it gobbles it right up.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like... Never mind, I'm not going cool there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you just put some alcohol in there and light it, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing.
0: All right, so we have no idea what's in this box.
1: I don't know. It's uh, about the
0: size of an encyclopedia. The box is. Really? A Britannica. Maybe a little bit smaller. I'd
1: say a small shoe
0: box. Small shoe box. That the works.
1: It have like sandals in it or something. Yeah. So there's the knife because it's got a thing over there. You cut it open this time and let everybody know what we got.
0: All right, here we go. Bespoke is not a sponsor, but if you want to be, we'd be glad to have you. All right, here we go. This is a really cool knife, dude.
1: Well, that's my little snap box.
0: Created by Bespoke Post, your Frontier box is here. In your box, a number eight pocket knife. Oh dude. it up. Oh yeah, here we go. As you open it, it is there is a uh, it's a bag within a box. What do we got it's here? a
1: little cloth bag. Yeah. What's inside there?
0: I need my glasses. Is that guy liner? I'm I'm not wearing my progressives. I'm wearing my standards, my driving glasses. I need my progressives. Just gave away my age. You you think you can do any better?
1: Probably not because... What does it say? Kaweco? Kaweco? I have no idea.
0: This is ink cartridges. Oh, I think I know what this is. No
1: idea what this is.
0: A Lloyd notebook made out of ash and fur. Dude, you know what this is? This is a classic writing pen that you dip the ink in.
1: Oh, God, yeah. It's a calligraphy pen. Look at that. Dude.
0: Yeah. And wait, there's the ink wait, right there.
1: What is that? That's is the, that knife. Knife?
0: Well, the knife. This is kind of fancy.
1: Oh, that knife's kind of sick.
0: It really is. Look at that. Dude. You can wow. fillet a deer with that. Here you go.
1: Wow, that's a cool little knife. I like the handle on this. It's got kind of like a wood handle.
0: And here's your sharpener.
1: Wow.
0: I really like the. Uh, that's a. This is kind of cool. So here's your ink. You got six ink cartridges. And there's your calligraphy pen. Girl,
1: I've got more knives than I need. You want a knife? Have a you knife. don't like that knife? Oh, I like it, but I have more than I need. You have no idea how many... I've got like three knives in my truck. I have I've got like five knives all throughout my house.
0: I have one knife that I keep in my desk drawer just in case, you know, there's a perpetrator because, you know, even if they have a gun, you don't want to take a gun to a knife fight. <laughs> <I'm> okay, then. <laughs> my logic is astounding tonight. Um, got a couple box cutters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great. That's a great knife, though. No, it really—it's cool. I think it's awesome. This pen thing really intrigues me.
0: No, the pen thing looks cool. Here, here's your cartridges. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three.
1: All right. Uh, yeah, I want to give this a try because this this old fashioned pen.
0: We need to drop a contract and sign it. What do we want to drop a contract for?
1: That five hundred thousand dollars.
0: Would you sign it?
1: Yeah, as long as. You re- I wonder where this cartridge goes. This thing's really interesting. I feel like George Washington. Now. Yeah. I need to dip it in an ink pot. Yes.
0: Right? And then you need a stamp of approval with the wax. Oh, the
1: wax. Yeah.
0: That would be awesome. We need to go back to those days. Those days were cooler.
1: You know what? Maybe that's what I should do when I finally get my business going. Yes. That's how I'll sign and seal my envelopes. I'll uh, put wax on there with a cool so that's it huh we get a pen
0: and a knife and a notebook made of ash sure. and fur nice ash tree and a fir tree
1: that's pretty cool
0: thank you for the knife
1: well I, you know this uh bespoke post i'm pretty pretty happy with the stuff that they send out
0: what they got here okay so it is a uh pocket knife it's a fountain pen with the ink refills. Lloyd Notebook. That's not a sharper. That's a bottle opener.
1: That's a bottle opener?
0: Oh, damn, it is a bottle opener. Look at that. Here, you keep that. That's cool. It weighs about 12 pounds. Oh, my
1: God. What is this made out of? Steel. Is it?
0: Yeah. Does it, does it
1: say steel? It
0: says steel. Check it out. Yeah. Yep, that's still all right. Well, that was fun. Okay, that's... Mr. Warwell, what do you say is coming in next week that we're going to be opening?
1: I don't know if it's coming in next week, but um, I hope it is. Um, it's a mystery box. So we...
0: Huh,
1: last time we talked, uh, we decided we'd try something. I...
0: Were we sampling bourbons At the time?
1: Possibly. Um, There's this company. Let me see if I can find it. It's called Willy Wacky Snacks. I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous. I'm
0: not eating scorpions and cockroaches, am I?
1: But it's Willy Wacky Snacks. And uh, I know we're kind of putting a plug in for them. But I ended up picking up a mystery box from them. And they basically have snacks from all around the world. So, uh, like the Snickers here in America is your typical chocolate with nougat.
0: Caramel nougat
1: peanuts. Caramel peanuts. But like over in other countries, it's not.
0: Oh, God. What do they put in them?
1: Uh, I'll have to open it up.
0: And that's not to say that it's in our box. skum. It's just to say that it may be. Like, we don't know what okay. you ordered.
1: Yeah, we don't know what. All right, I'm going to go to their shop. Okay, so here. Snickers Passion Fruit mousse. That's one of the things that they offer to sell. And that's made in Brazil.
0: Okay, mousse. Yes. So it it is it's Snickers like a whipped chocolate?
1: A Snickers passion fruit mousse, and it's sold in Brazil.
0: Isn't
1: that weird? It sounds weird. There's a Kit Kat cheesecake. That Um, sounds good. That's sold in Japan.
0: Japanese really know how to eat, don't they?
1: Snickers lime mousse. That's also in Brazil. Yeah, South Americans do not. Snickers coconut limited edition.
0: Sounds like something you'd like.
1: Oh, I mean, this stuff's weird. A Kit Kat cookies and raisin. That they saw that in Malaysia.
0: So, now, we're the, just
1: we're just going through the candy. But so from the
0: Pacific region, we'll just say Asian Pacific. J- the Japanese know how to eat, and it sounds like the rest of them do not. <laughs>
1: so here's one Kit Kat melon minis, Japan.
0: I love the Japanese man. The I'm gonna move Japan. The
1: Kit Kat milk tea, that's in Japan.
0: Milk tea? I like milk tea. Milk tea.
1: Um, they have a strawberry Kit Kat in
0: Japan. I'm not a big strawberry fan, but I could eat it. I could so also live without it.
1: We're just going through the candy, right? There's so many other things that they sell. They have cereals. Um, they have chips. They or have are some of the
0: flavors of the chips that you're reading.
1: Uh, chips. All right. So here's Lay's Tangy Treat. I have no idea what that is. But it's... Um, Sold in India. They have Sun Chips Hot and Spicy. That's sold in Korea. Like none of this stuff is available here. I have state.
0: salsa flavored Sun Chips at my house.
1: Lay's Purple Fries from China.
0: Purple Fries. Purple Fries. Is that like a purple potato?
1: Take a look at this picture. What the hell? Yeah.
0: It is literally a purple potato. It's...
1: Bizarre. Here, Doritos. What do we have? Doritos Malaysia Mayhem. Okay.
0: I just hope they don't ship you any scorpions or cockroaches or larvae. No,
1: it's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be all this stuff. Like,
0: because you know, I'm a picky eater, right?
1: Cheese corn balls from Argentina. Um, Lay's Sizzling Barbecue from India. So that's the that, thing. That sounds good. Eventually, when this comes in, who knows? They may send us some cereal too. Cause let's see, cereal. They have Cheerios pumpkin spice. I had no idea.
0: They really are doing this pumpkin spice thing like oh, look. in everything.
1: Timbits apple fritter cereal. That's from Canada. Okay. That looks interesting and if you look at the looks pretty good. I'd try it. I'd definitely try it. Tim Hortons. What's Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is a coffee shop up in Canada. It's like the Starbucks here.
0: Okay, got it.
1: Tim Hortons used to be a uh, Canadian hockey player, and then he started um, opening up coffee shops. And
0: the, I kind of hope we get that.
1: They're pretty famous up there. But yeah, that would be kind of cool. I mean, they have Minecraft cereal. Um, Cinnabon cereal, what the hell
0: Ooh, I kind of hope we get
1: that Lucky Charms Magic Clovers What? Uh, Kellogg's Unicorn Milkshake
0: Oh, God
1: That's uh, China
0: <laughs> What do the Japanese have in form of cereal? The Japanese are batting 100 right now <laughs> Or 100, 500 They're batting 500 right now Chocolate chip
1: cookie dough bite cereal Okay there's a lot of these uh, Timbits, which is a uh, Tim Horton stuff. Halloween Fruity Pebbles.
0: So we're going to try this next week, live.
1: Uh, well, I, I I can't promise next or the, week. Or the week after. Yeah, whenever it comes in. Because um, we got the large mystery box.
0: What are you going to do if they ship you like a scorpion cereal?
1: But they don't have anything like that.
0: I'm just saying, if they did. Would you eat a scorpion? I don't know. Would you eat larva?
1: I mean, if Joe Rogan was telling me it's worth fifty thousand dollars, maybe.
0: Well, we don't have Joe Rogan telling us it's worth fifty thousand dollars. Do you
1: remember that show?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Fear Factor. Yeah. That was when he had hair. And he was less ripped. Quite frankly, he was kinda cool then too. I like Joe Rogan.
1: See, what drinks do they have? Prime. Prime energy. Pepsi lemon fried chicken. That's in Japan.
0: Lemon fried
1: chicken? Lemon fried chicken Pepsi. Gosh, I hope they don't sell it. All right, me let me let
0: stuff. me say that all in one sentence. Lemon fried chicken Pepsi.
1: Yep. Let's see the God, I hope we don't get that one. Fanta grape and Muscat yogurt rush.
0: Is that one beverage?
1: Yes. That's Japan.
0: They put musk rat in these things?
1: M U S C A T.
0: Musk. Oh, I don't know muscat? what that means. Muscat? Oh, okay. I don't know.
1: It's it's Fanta though. See? It's clear. Yeah. Oh, I mean they got some weird They don't believe
0: in artificial coloring in Japan, do they? Uh, Japan, your batting average just went down with that one.
1: Oh, here we go. Mountain Dew Pitch Black.
0: They just had a uh, a match at the Royal Rumble that was sponsored by Mountain Dew Pitch Black. It's actually a it was a weird match, but I guess if I was you know twenty years younger, I'd think it was cool.
1: Okay, so anyway, yeah, they got a bunch of weird stuff from all over the world, and that, that's we decided that we would uh, get a mystery box, have it delivered here to the house, so that we can talk about it on on the podcast. So yeah, I'm excited for when it comes in.
0: I am too. I'm just, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. So the difference between me and you is like, you'll eat anything once. Almost. What won't you eat once? Dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you mean to tell me if you weren't in London, you wouldn't have a plate of spotted dick?
1: Absolutely not.
0: I don't think spotted dick is really dick, Sean.
1: Um, I've had uh, black and white pudding. That's pretty good. You ever had black and white pudding? How do
0: you go from spotted dick to black and white pudding? What's black and white pudding?
1: It's actually sausage. So the black is the blood sausage.
0: Oh my God. You've oh. all... <laughs>
1: Have you never eaten traditional Irish food? No, I've never had I had a traditional Irish breakfast
0: Have you had haggis?
1: No, but I want to try it
0: Do you know what haggis is?
1: Disgusting, but I want to try it
0: Because you have Irish heritage? Yes I'm a fan of your guys' beer I'm a big fan And I love the fact that you guys make Corned beef and potatoes and everything
1: Cabbage, yummy.
0: You can keep the cabbage. I'll take the taters. Haggis. Do you know what it is? (sighs) Whip out your Google machine, Shawnee boy. I'm going to have to whip it out. I know what it is. And I think you're going to reconsider your desire to try said dish. I think you would rather drink two Yellow Jackets than have one bite of haggis. Speaking of Yellow Jackets, cheers, my guy.
1: Oh, sheep's pluck. Minced with onion, oatmeal, some spices, salt. Yeah, I'll try it once. And they
0: stuff it in a stomach.
1: Yeah, it looks quite interesting. It's encased in the animal's stomach. i definitely try it once. Stomach. It is a
0: dish of Scotland. Then what are the Irish doing with it? I
1: don't know, but uh, I'm looking up right here. It says Haggis, National Dish of Scotland.
0: Well, I mean, they did have that uh, that thing back in the day. And then it
1: says Haggis, the most Scottish
0: thing you can eat. So, um, yeah, I don't wear Celts or anything
1: like that, but uh, I'd be willing to give it a try.
0: Have you ever had, a, what do they call it, a Scotch egg?
1: No. The haggis is a savory pudding containing sheep's pluck. <sighs> Sounds so, pretty savory. So you take Actually, a sheep's
0: stomach and you stuff it with a bunch of shit, and then you eat it.
1: Look it. It looks delicious. Tell me that doesn't look good.
0: Let me see. I can't see that far. All right, here we go. I'm going to give this a fair assessment. That looks fucking gross.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> The okay.
0: potatoes next to it look pretty good, but the problem is they're touching. And you know me, my food oh my can't God. touch.
1: It mixes in your stomach anyway. It doesn't matter.
0: As long as they don't mix on my plate, they got to be separated. You know, got to keep them separated. No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely would like to try this.
0: Oh, yeah, boy. Okay, so we're going to take you to Patty's. Paddy's is in Laguna Niguel. Okay. It's an Irish pub. Let's go. I'll have the corned beef tacos.
1: Well, I'll try that.
0: Ooh. And you can have the haggis.
1: Look at that. That looks amazing.
0: What you got there, fella? That looks like a Wellington of some kind. That's haggis. So they took haggis and they stuffed it in a pastry?
1: That's what it looks like. Ugh. Looks a. Oh, whatever. You're so judgmental. You got to try it at least.
0: I don't want nothing. Like, uh, uh, I don't want no stomach. See, is the stomach in there, or are they just okay. encasing it in the pastry? Have you had menudo? Now, that looks like a stomach. Menudo? No. You remember one of Nicole's friends' mom? She was, uh, she cooked authentic Mexican food? Yeah. I, I, she cooked some of that. No, I didn't try it. It's good. I didn't try it. Didn't smell good. Didn't look good. And the way I see it is if it doesn't smell good nor look good, it probably doesn't taste good.
1: No, you're wrong there.
0: She also cooked, one of these days, I need to reach out to her and have her give me the recipe. She came over and she cooked uh, some fajita chicken tacos for all of us. The chicken, by the time she was done with it, was yellow. Like, yellow. Yellow. Did you cook it with curry? No curry was in there, I tell you, my guy. <laughs> there was orange juice in there. I did see her put some orange juice in there. There was some cumin in there, because she asked me if I had cumin. The rest of the stuff she put in there, I have no idea, but it was pretty good, and it was tender.
1: Remember that comedian? I, I showed you that comedian, the little the midget guy, right? <laughs> How he was talking about Jason Stratham.
0: Jason Statham St- St- with St- the accent. Yes. With the yes.
1: Accent. And then he ended up going, you know, that there's different levels of accents yeah. that are sexy to women.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you got the UK and the Scottish. It's way up there. And then you have Indian. Australian. Like, <laughs> Indian. Hello. hello, my little beautiful. <laughs> the,
0: the Indians are going to hate us so much. Oh, I know. My beautiful little desert flower, <laughs> but the best have you part, seen my dot <laughs> but the
1: best part of it was when he was like, "I can talk dirty to you. I want to spread your legs, and I'm gonna talk dirty to you. Who is your customer service representative?" <laughs> I mean, that was fantastic, that was, was a good so bit. offensive. That was a great bit. If it
0: made me laugh, but it's so offensive.
1: <laughs> I got to find who that guy is. I don't because think he, he did. needs he a just plug. Did. I'm sorry. He needs a plug. <laughs> He's, he was awesome. What was that on? Was that on TikTok?
0: I think so. Let's see if I can find him. Anyway, Haggis. No. Yellow chicken fajitas. Yes. And she made as a side. Mexican rice, and lentils. Now, I'm not a lentils fan, but I mean, they were okay. I'd rather just have, like, a refried bean burrito. (laughs) But you gotta, like, take the refried, refried beans and you gotta, like, really blend them together. I don't like there to be, like, chunky beans. I want it to be, like, smooth, like where you can spread it. Skim. You are still looking for that dude on TikTok, no, aren't you? He's not? on
1: here and I got him, but.
0: It you have his so name. much TikTok stuff, it, I would be surprised if you can find it. Oh, no,
1: he's right there. Yeah, that's I, him. Yeah, but I can't, it, I don't see his name anywhere in here. I mean, if you oh, want. Oh, Brad Williams. There okay. we
0: go. Brad Williams. Yep. You have entertained my friend for the last week.
1: <laughs> oh, no, he's fantastic. Fluffy. They have Fluffy on there, too.
0: Fluffy sold out Dodger Stadium Fluffy two nights sucks. in a row. A comedian. A oh, stand-up no, he's comedian.
1: Awesome. He's absolutely awesome. I'm sure that show probably paid for 15 of his uh, Volkswagen buses that he has.
0: You've you got to watch straight up Steve Austin. It's a television show, I think, on the USA Network. He was on there one day, and they went to this place in Pasadena. And it was it was a burrito joint. They take carne asada, they take French fries, they take nacho cheese, guacamole, sour cream. Now here's the pièce de résistance. They take flaming hot Cheetos. Crush those bad boys up, and like you dip it in there.
1: That sounds good.
0: Yeah, it looked good.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a really good carne asada fries.
0: It, it, well, it was bur- they wrapped it in a burrito.
1: Yeah, but it, like,
0: oh. Yeah, you got to watch that. Straight up Steve Austin. It's on the USA Network. We well,
1: don't need to watch it. We need to go there and go get some.
0: I'll go there. I know exactly where it is. It's by the racetrack.
1: I'm serious. We need right to off go. the
0: 210, man. Let's go. And then after that, we can just take that over to the five, jump off and go to Dodger Stadium and watch a game. Well, please say when, because I'll do it. Well, soon. I think we need to do it soon because we got to. You got to remember, we got to interview somebody out there who is going to help us start a franchisee of our own, or start a franchise. Taco Bell. He's not really going to help us start a franchise. He's going to educate us on how we anybody could start a franchise oh that's there what, it is that's
1: what this oh gotcha yeah
0: okay. it took you a minute it right. I also didn't explain it right yeah anyway um so I want to talk about Yellowstone for a minute so I kind of took a little bit I don't even want to say a hiatus so me and my wife we're very busy people and like you know come the evening time like when we want to watch an episode together you know we want to make sure there's enough time to where we can like binge you know Two or three episodes. And here lately it's just been incredibly busy at my house. And so we haven't had an opportunity to. So I've watched 1883. Watch that by myself because she's not allowed to watch it. Nor does she want to. It's incredibly sad. I'm going to start 1923 probably Thursday. Because she'll be out of town for a couple days. I can binge that shit in two days. This past weekend, we had an opportunity to catch up on Yellowstone. We binged all of season three, the whole thing. Okay. And we got into the first couple episodes of season four. So here's where I'm at with the story. And you tell me if you remember any of this. Like I said, we're probably episode three, four into season four right now. So here's how they, they kind of ended season three. The uh, the two douche canoes is what I like to call them. There was the father and son. It was the old dude. They brought buffalo on the land. Rip took exception to this. And he's like, hey, I want your fucking buffalo next to my cattle. They're going to stir them. I'm going to need you to go. And then like the son, he, um, he had something snotty to say to Rip. So he jumps the fence. Rip beats his ass, flips him back over the barbed wire fence. Old man pulls a gun on Rip. Livestock agent pulls a gun on the old man. Rip's just staring a hole through this guy like, pull the trigger, dude. Like, Rip really is scared of nothing. Anyway, that kind of wrapped up. Not so good for those guys because the, the cowboys wind up chasing him. Sun falls off the horse, beats his head on a rock, dies. And they lynched the old man. Chopped off his freaking Yellowstone brand scar. While he was at it, because Walker's back. That's what I kind of wanted. You remember Walker?
1: See that really skinny? Dude? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's back. I thought he was gone. He's back, and it would appear. And like I said, I'm only within a couple episodes of season four. It would appear he's kind of redeemed himself with Rip. I don't think Rip likes him, but
1: well, he was the dude that did the uh, competitions, right?
0: No, that's oh. Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Jimmy did the competitions. He fell off the horse. He was basically paralyzed. The last episode, he's finally starting to walk again, and he doesn't have a neck brace on anymore. No, the um, walker is the guy with the guitar that ripped. Oh,
1: oh yeah, okay. I remember, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So here's where I'm at with that, and I'm going to go back to, see, to wrapping up season three, but I'm going fast forward a little bit. This is what I do. I just kind of go all over the place. So where I'm at right now... Lloyd had himself a nice little hottie that he was just messing around with. Don't necessarily think they did anything, but now she's got the hots for Walker. I got a bad feeling for Lloyd on this one. Because now, the chick is sleeping with Walker. Walker's supposed to be dead. He was supposed to take the long black train. Casey let him go. Right. Rip and... Um, Lloyd, they go to a bar, they see him singing. So, obviously, they capture him, take him back to the ranch, and go, yo, Casey, what up, dude? They let him back in the bunkhouse. I'm a little confused by that. There's got to be a a story arc in season four somewhere with all this. Either they're going to put a bullet in this guy's head, or he's just going to start being cool, because he was pretty much a douchebag. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I, I vaguely remember some of that, yeah. It's been over a year since I've watched this stuff.
0: It's the most intriguing television I've seen since Sons of Anarchy.
1: It's a good show.
0: It is a good show. So anyway, that's kind of where we're at, like with Lloyd and, I don't know, I, I, I there's some beef going on with Lloyd and, and Walker, because... I think Walker's starting to feel a little comfortable around the bunkhouse, especially since he was the one who cut the scar off of uh, Wade Morrow or whatever the frick ever his name was. The old man, which I'm kind of glad that happened because that was just an annoying character. You just wanted to throw a boot at his nose. And like, what was up with his nose anyway? It's like he had like a bunch of blackheads or some scarring on his nose or something. It's like, dude, let me come over here. Let me pop some of those blackheads for you.
1: That's really disgusting.
0: It really is, but his nose was really disgusting.
1: You you would pop somebody's blackheads on the nose.
0: I mean, if it would help him out.
1: But you won't eat haggis. No. That makes no sense.
0: Well, I mean, I'd have gloves and a face mask. I'm not going to ingest it. His nose was in rough shape, and you know it.
1: I don't remember.
0: I'll look it up for you right now on the old Google machine. So once upon a time, I thought the greatest ending to a season one of them. Probably season three Sons of Anarchy. I think Yellowstone kinda trumped it with the ending of season three and the beginning of season four. Like so we're watching the end of season three, right? This is the one where John pulls over. He's trying to help the lady out with the tire. The kid's there. And, you know, that's when the van pulls up. They shoot him up. Then they're shooting up the ranch. or they're shooting up the bunkhouse. They almost got Monica, the little boy. What's his name? Tate?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: He offs the one guy. Like, Beth gets blown up. Like, that was an intense ending. And it kind of picked up where it left off. Because here's the thing. I don't know how long people who watch this stuff on, like, network television had to wait. Season three to season four, I would guess, like, a year. I'd have gone crazy. I waited, like, a grand total of, like, 29 seconds. I literally went from the end of season three to the beginning of season four. I didn't have to wait. And that's, and, you know, season five... I think is the latest one out now. I'm kind of dreading the end of that because I think they they finished the first half of it and they're going to pick up the second half because like I I need to time this out a little properly because I don't like to wait because it's like I now don't know what happens because like I said, I'm only in season four right now. So season four will end. I'll get to watch the first half of season five. I need to time it to where I can put that in perfectly in conjunction with the second half of season five, which I think comes out in July.
1: I haven't watched any of it. I need to start all over
0: again. Yeah, you do. I, I will do it with you. That is such a good show. What was, oh, yeah, this dude, Wade Morrow was his name, Yellowstone. Look at this nose, man. Like, they're, like, they just, gosh darn it. Dude, he's got, like, there there's, like, blackheads or something. Oh,
1: I remember him. He just looks like he's been aging, that's all.
0: Oh, I tell you what, man, he, he had a rough road out. <laughs> he did not take the long black train. He took the short rope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, I'm really enjoying the show. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, Jamie, it was, oh, oh, Jamie. So, Jamie, the reason Beth hates Jamie Mm. is because he took Beth to the reservation, got her baby aborted that was Rip's baby when they were teenagers. But in reality, the reservation's like, look, we'll do it, but we got to sterilize. And he didn't tell Beth, hey, they'll take care of it, but they're, you know, you're never going to have babies. And now the last episode I watched is Beth kind of took a boy that she met at the hospital under her wing. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like Beth's attempt to make a family. So she's hoping like Rip will like, you know, get involved with the boy. And like the last thing I remember is they were eating dinner and like. Rip looks over at Beth like, this makes you happy, doesn't it? She's like borderline crying. Like, yes, it really does. Beth, who's like just about as vicious of a character as there ever has been in television. She just wants to be a mom and a wife.
1: Yeah. She's a good actress.
0: She's British. Did you know that? Yep. She's in Sherlock Holmes. uh hmm
1: I saw an interview with her and uh, I didn't know she was British at the time but
0: yeah I was I
1: was pleasantly surprised. She's she's good.
0: Well, have you seen like Cole Hauser, the guy who plays Rip? Like some of the other things that he's done, he does not look like Rip. Yeah. In anything. Yeah, in character he's
1: he really fits the bill.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's where I am at with the Yellowstone. You should start it over. I will. I'll watch it with you.
1: I think I'm going to start with 1883,
0: though. Kleenex, bro. You're going to need it. I'm not saying that like, you know, I don't care how big and gruff anybody is. That is a sad show.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll have to check it out and see.
0: Especially the ending. Anyway. Um, Next thing I want to talk about is you have added to your, your family of firepower. Oh, yeah. What is this latest purchase that you have?
1: Have we talked about everything on this show? What I've
0: done? They know that you have a Glock. They know it's out getting modified. They know you have a shoddy. They, you know, we, we've... Did we talk? We
1: talked about the bullpup?
0: In detail. Okay. But you now have a, a latest purchase that the, the viewers are not viewers. Listeners are not privy to. And I saw a picture of this thing, and I thought, "Man, you really are preparing for the zombie apocalypse, aren't you, dude?"
1: Well, I, I wanted, I wanted a handgun, I wanted a shotgun, and I wanted an AR. Um, but I wanted an easy AR, something that is just a piece of cake. Um, and so I'm, I kind of paid for it. It's not cheap, but. Um, I went with the little brother of the Honey Badger. So the Honey Badger is made by Q. And I really wanted to get that one. It just didn't make sense financially. Because it's a really expensive gun. But it's one of the best ones that are out there in the market. So um, they ended up making another one called the Sugar Weasel. Which is the little brother. And it's a nice little AR made by Q. And... Man, just looks a lot of fun.
0: So I, did, I checked out a lot of reviews on it. Pretty what country happy. was it manufactured in? Here. So that's like the fundamental the difference between like an AR versus like an AK.
1: It's an AR-15. Because
0: yeah, like an AK, that's Russian, right? Yeah. But they're basically very close to the same gun? No. I well, mean, it's... Semi or fully? It's semi. Okay. Um,
1: I don't. I ended up going kind of crazy with this one because I really wanted to have it built, so got a nice little red dot for it. I ended up buying a can for it, which that's gonna probably take me a good six to nine months, thanks to the ATF. But yeah, uh, got a can, so a silencer,
0: right? Um and then I ended up. got buy- away with using a potato.
1: I ended up um, buying a competition trigger just because I'm not 100% on the trigger on it yet. So um, I know some people have swapped out the trigger. So I figured I might too. So I bought it anyway. But there's some people that are pretty happy with just a standard trigger that's on it. But like I said, I don't know. But all in all, yeah, I can't wait for this to come in. It just shipped. Today. No, yeah, today. Just shipped today. So hopefully I'll see it next week and I'll have it in my hands by our next podcast.
0: Well, here's the cool thing about this. What happens at the beginning and end of the month? Bulk trash day. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. We're going to go shoot up some. Well, not only did I buy the gun, I bought 1,100 rounds. So, I bought 500 rounds of Subsonic and uh, 600 rounds of Supersonic.
0: What's the difference between two? Explain to those who are kind of dumb to it. So, uh, me me being one of them. Um,
1: <laughs> it's sound, basically. Um, subsonic is like, because um, the, these shoot 300 blackouts. Um, and Subsonic basically means, at this point, shooting it's kind of like shooting a 9mm. Okay. I mean, it's it's an AR and it's shooting a a, a 300 blackout, but it's not it's not crazy. Um, supersonic obviously is a little bit more power and it'll go a little bit further. So now this gun, it's not it's not absolutely crazy. It's not like your typical AR that has a, 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 a like a minimum of an 11 and a half inch barrel. This barrel's only seven and a half inches. So I mean, it's almost like a Beretta Storm. It's 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 small and the reason why i did that is because in, in my opinion i'm not going to be shooting over 300 yards anyway that's not my goal i'm not going long distance so for me i think it's great i don't see myself laying on the top of my roof trying to sni- be a sniper so i think the sugar weasel is going to be a lot of fun i can't wait to uh get out and go shooting
0: yeah it's nothing like the bread storm i got the bread storm mixed up with something else you're calling this a sugar weasel? Yeah, it's called the sugar weasel. It's made by Q.
1: Um, if you want to look up Q's website, it's called Q, uh, Live Q or Die. There it is. Now, you might be, it looks exactly like its brother, which is the honey badger. The honey badger is like one of the baddest things out on the market, but it's crazy
0: expensive. Wow. So, yeah, Bulk Trash Day. I know it's coming up uh, in my community next week. Probably years not too far after or before. We got to go collect some stuff and things.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, Well, I have a watermelon over there. (laughs) I have a watermelon, a pineapple, and I got a bunch of pumpkins, like cooking pumpkins that I've kind of kept in my closet because I want to take them out and blow them up.
0: We need to go find like a fridge yeah. Or like a washer and a dryer.
1: That would be a lot of
0: fun. That would be it, fun with the the, the DP-12.
1: Yeah. Because you saw the ammo that I have for that. I just well, got all my ammo in for that. I
0: want to take one of your buckshots. I'd kind of like to see the number it would do on that watermelon. That is a big watermelon, man. Yeah. That is an exceptionally big watermelon.
1: That is a big watermelon.
0: Why aren't you eating that? You should drill some holes in there and pour some off down down it.
1: My girls asked for it, so I was like, all right, yeah. All right,
0: yeah, you don't want to pour no off down there. Huh. Well, well, we should probably, like I said, usually I kind of like to do announcements at like the beginning or the ending of a show. Uh, We have a new social media director for the two loose screws. We should really consider taking some videos and some pictures, giving them to her, And like whenever she launches our social media platforms, we can see exactly what, you know, all this crap is that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, well, we need to, we need to go out. We need to go shooting because that's part of the reason why I bought all this stuff.
0: Well, she has guns. This is a, uh, this, this, this chick's an American. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we should probably drag her and her husband with us and, like, let them do some shooting. But, yeah, we should get some stuff for our uh, our social media because we, we have been, to our own admission, we have not been very, I don't even want to say consistent. We just haven't been very dependable with our social media postings.
1: Well, it's really difficult. You know, I got a full schedule. You got a full
0: schedule. Right.
1: It's It's hard. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so we we had to we had to seek outside help, folks. So we'll, we'll probably have her on the show, just so y'all can meet her. But she is uh, she could be like the Chanel West Coast of our show. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of the show. Um, gosh, now that's gonna bother me. That's the theme. It's like an MTV show.
1: Sound like um, you need a new um, lifter in your engine.
0: <laughs> your brakes are shot and you need a new transmission. <laughs> Ridiculousness. You Never ever saw. watch it? Nope. Well, I'm just saying. We'll let you meet her here in a, probably a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, we need to put some pictures of, of some of your, your tools. I'm going to call them tools, not toys. As I, I, it feels sacrilegious to call a gun a toy.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, okay.
0: It's a tool because if, uh, you know, somebody wants to break something, the, the your tool can fix it, yeah? Pretty much. Talking about the person who wants to break something. You know, anyway. <laughs> oh, last thing I want to talk about. So spring training's underway. Have you followed any of the Cubs stuff? Or are you just waiting for the season to kick off?
1: I have not looked at any sports
0: lately. All right. So I have followed very deeply the uh, at least with the Dodgers. So we we had a game with the Cubs, as a matter of fact, the other day when we went out to breakfast. Yeah. It was a nice little comeback by the Dodgers C squad <laughs> to beat the Cubs C squad. <laughs> But uh, yesterday some, some tragedy struck So here is the tale of a Dodgers shortstop We had Corey Seeger. He was the National League MVP As well as the World Series MVP Back in 2020 uh, We lost him last year to the Rangers Wish we had him back He was our shortstop But we had Trey Thompson Trey Thompson who was the shortstop for the Nationals He played second base for us because we had Seager. Pretty sure Trey was butthurt about that, but then when Corey took off, Trey was easily, you know, lateraled over there. He was our shortstop. Well, now Trey went to the Phillies. He went and got paid. So now we had Gavin Lux, who was a very top draft prospect for us, who came up as a shortstop. He's finally able to be a shortstop because up until now, he's, he's played second base. He's played center field. He's played, they, they kind of just moved him around. So here we are. I think it was his second game in spring training. He's running from second to third. He is treating this like it is a postseason baseball game. He is running hard in a game that we're winning against the Padres. Next thing you know, he's somersaulting halfway from second to third, gets carted off the field, tears his ACL. Not a good time to be a Gavin Lux or a Dodgers fan. So... The question is, what is going to happen with the Dodgers' shortstop position? Because, I mean, the shortstop position, it's not the hardest position to play in baseball. That probably belongs to first base. Get Javi Bias? Eh, he's under contract. He's locked. I'd take him. No, they're going to have to go within. It's probably going to be a tandem combination between Chris Taylor and Miguel Vargas who is, you know, he was a rookie last year. He was supposed to be kind of used as a utility guy to, you know, help people get rest. He's probably going to have to put in a lot of time at shortstop in his very young career. But I would say the primary shortstop for the Dodgers is probably going to be Chris Taylor.
1: That's a pretty versatile guy.
0: No, he is. I love Taylor. Like, I absolutely love Taylor. And from what I understand, they've been working on a swing. Um, but man, Gavin Lux can't catch a break. He was on the trading block for the deadline in the talks with Juan Soto. Like, they were going to give him up for Juan Soto, but, you know, they weren't going to give the amount of money that, you know, like the Padres or anybody else for that matter, because quite frankly, Juan Soto wasn't worth it. Like, that's one of those things, like, you know, (laughs) who's that dude for the Yankees that hit all those home runs last year? Whoever he is, like, this isn't that guy. Like, Juan Soto, he's good, he's great, but, like, the price tag that they were putting on him at the trade deadline wasn't worth it. He wound up at the Padres, and, anyway, I don't know, I I feel bad for the Dodgers, Um. But that's my prediction. I think you're going to see Chris Taylor see a significant amount of time at shortstop, probably paired with Miguel Vargas. I would say probably two-thirds of the time is going to go to Taylor. One-third of the time is going to go to Vargas. And then see how that goes And come the trade deadline. I don't know. We'll see. But um, looks like some of these new rules is actually ruling in the favor of the Dodgers it's kind of backwards from what you know I originally thought and what a lot of sports writers thought they thought it was going to negatively affect the Dodgers but at least you know again we're only like four games into spring training there they seem to be already ahead of it but I feel bad for luck so speedy recovery he will not be back for the 2023 season he won't even make it for the playoffs if we should make it so we're not going to see him at all till 2024 so that sucks
1: Sorry, man. It's a game of baseball. You're too invested.
0: So? Go have some haggis. I ain't eating no fucking haggis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat haggis if you drink a yellow jacket. No, I, I, take I take it back. I will eat haggis if you introduce the word skim into your vocabulary. I'll take a bite of haggis. Mm. Yeah, you let your pride smoke on that for a week.
1: So, I would have to say the
0: word once, No, and you
1: will eat a whole plate.
0: No, it would have to be part of your vocabulary, and I would take a bite.
1: Uh, That's
0: not a fair deal. Say it once, I'll take a bite. No, that's not a fair deal. Because here's the truth of the matter. I'm going to puke just by eating this stuff, just like you're probably going to puke using the word because you're so goddamn prideful. (laughs) I'm an Aries.
1: I'm stubborn.
0: Well, I'm a Gemini. There's two of me. (laughs) One of me likes haggis, and one of me hates it. And right now, the guy who hates it is driving the truck. (laughs) I would try the haggis. In the pastry wrap. I don't want it in the stomach. I ain't eating no stomach. Nor do I want to take a scoop of something out of a stomach. But the one in the pastry, I would take a bite. Hmm. I'll make it. No, we gotta go someplace for that one, man. (laughs) Lamb is a very, very specific dish, and I don't want it to taste like lamb. Lamb's good. There's one part of the lamb that's good. Like, one part. You know what I'm talking about, the little tomahawk-looking things. The lamb chops? Rack of lamb. But that's only because it's surrounded by, like, all the goodness of the sauce and the gravies and stuff. But, like, you gotta be, like, lamb is one of those things you cannot overcook it or it's gross, and you cannot undercook it or you'll die. Anyway, Shawnee boy, what do you got coming up in the next couple weeks? Anything? Uh, Anything going on?
1: Going to Vegas this weekend. Nice. That's all I got.
0: Are you going to go to Hell's Kitchen?
1: Yeah. uh,
0: You're going to get...
1: I'm going to Hell's Kitchen. You're going to get the
0: Wellington, yes?
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Okay. That's not even up for discussion um doing the wellington and then i don't know we're doing some burlesque show or something like that afterwards but yeah uh, i'm kind of excited i've been to vegas in 15 16 years so really yeah it'll be kind of nice you're not even going to recognize it it's gone commercial yeah it's it's been it's been a minute
0: i remember we went to vegas like i I've gone to Vegas probably every year what feels like the last 12 years. Um, I'm trying to think, I did not go in 2022, so that was the first year I missed in a minute. But one time I was out there with Brianna, my she's my 21-year-old, but at the time she's probably like no, 10, 11 maybe, not even that. She's much younger than that. I remember we were staying in the Mandalay Bay. And we walked next door to the Luxor, the pyramid.
1: Okay.
0: And I remember walking in the Luxor, and they had this like you know no, it wasn't that. It was the uh, um, the one with the like Camelot theme. So it was just you know two or three casinos up. We walked in there. <laughs> And like the poor girl, like on the whole way over, there's like business cards all over the street. You don't see that as much today as you did then. Oh, really? Like they've cleaned it up quite a bit, but there was like a lot of business cards for like you know, escorts, prostitutes. You know, because I mean everything freaking is legal out there. And it's like I'm trying to explain to this young girl, like yeah, you know, some people, you know, they'll 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 be they'll do desperate things for money. You know, just you know, blah 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 blah. We walk into the Camelot, or whatever it's called, because I forget, because they have like a, a downstairs area for like kids. Was, You're talking about Excalibur? Ex, Excalibur? Yes. So we were going to walk down there because they had like, you know, games, like an arcade things, like some fun stuff for kids to do. We walk in there and there's this bar and they've got exotic dancers just frilling about and i'm just walking oh daddy look she ain't got no clothes on you think one of those business cards were hers and i'm like oh boy what have i done i've i've ruined my kid wow so from there we i i had to take her over to the to basically like the commercial side of vegas where they have like the the M&M store and like a lot of things like that like kid friendly side because a lot of these, like Mandalay Bay was very, very safe for her. Because like they have the aquarium, they had the, the Lion King play. you know. And if you take a shuttle over to some of these other places, they're very, very safe for, for kids and family. But just to go on Las Vegas Boulevard early in the morning, following a wild night from the night before that a lot of people probably had, yeah. wasn't my best parental decision.
1: Yeah, I, I've i made the decision none of my kids are going there until they're at least 21.
0: <laughs> Nicole wants us to take her there now, and I'm thinking, you know what that means? Again, it has it calmed down. Like, you'll see, it's calmed down, but it's still wild, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if, if we take Nicole there, like, what do you do? They don't have Lion King in Mandalay Bay anymore. Furthermore, I don't even know if I'd want to go to Mandalay Bay after that shooting. Like, it's it's just sad. So it's like, so what do you do with her? You know, you, they can't do anything.
1: go see Chris Angel.
0: That's at the Luxor, right? That- I don't
1: think he's at the Luxor anymore. I'm not sure where he's at.
0: I mean, there's some things you can do with kids, but like, you know, Nicole, she's 16. She could probably pass easily for an 18, 19-year-old. But the bottom line is you can't do anything unless you're 21 there. So it's like, what do I do with the kid? So therefore, we've just made a decision, okay, you know what, we just won't take the kids there. You know, if they were still playing Lion King, I'd love to take Nicole to Lion King. That was a fantastic show. Um, MGN, you walk in, you see a couple of lions in a glass and that's it. You can't do nothing. They Like if they're on the casino floor, like you get kicked out. Like you can't do anything in Vegas if, as a minor.
1: Yeah. Well.
0: I don't
1: know. I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited for you to to get back there. I don't know how much gambling I'll be doing, but... Probably not a lot. Like I, I, don't I know I'm going to be drinking quite a bit and uh, eating some good food.
0: Eating some good food, yes. And you got to go to Starbucks at 3 o'clock in the morning just to say you did. <laughs> I went to Starbucks at 3 o'clock in the morning and had me a,
1: a caramel macchiato upside down, man. I do that. I will not be sleeping that You're long. not
0: going to be sleeping anyway.
1: <laughs> well, it all depends on what happens. So and who's there? Because I heard some friends are up there, so we'll see. Yeah,
0: well, have fun, man. Yeah. We'll, we will. Uh, well, we weren't going to record anyway, so I guess I I, I can't say we'll miss you because we won't even know you're gone because you'll be back before we know you you left.
1: Yeah, it's just going for the weekend, celebrating
0: a friend's fifty year old.
1: Two fish. days isn't enough. In,
0: yeah, two days isn't enough, and three days is too much. There. Yeah. Anyway. So what do we got coming up on the show? So we know 100% for fact, your daughter Alyssa and one of her friends is going to join us on a future episode, probably within the next one or two weeks. And we're going to be talking about um, dating. Trying to get Nicole on that show too, because we're going to get all perspectives. We're going to get, you know people who dated in the nineties versus people who are dating today versus people who are just now starting to flirt with the idea of dating the differences, the nuances mean you were going to touch on some chivalry. (laughs) Chivalry. Oh, shut up.
1: We'll talk about chivalry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We, we really will. Yeah. Um, I got a lot to say about it. So I do too. I think me and you are, Pretty much on the same page with a lot of it. The I only difference is saying just the word chivalry. Well, the uh, the difference between me and you is you carry a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> so there's forced chivalry, and then there's enforced chivalry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's see what else we got going on in March. We pretty much put an axe to the talks at least for now um you know on the state of the real estate market um nothing bad happened you know so to speak it just you know it's just a timing thing we'll probably revisit that in april um what are some other things we're going to talk about i had a list but i don't want to open up my phone what are some things you want to talk about
1: well there was the potential to maybe have uh my one friend on to talk about, like, sound healing and yeah, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that's not real estate, though. No. No, no. Yeah, well, that'll be a bonus episode. Yeah. And that'll, that'll be on said friends, you know, either said friend will make it happen or they won't.
1: Well, you know what? It'll be interesting because there's a lot of information that she's thrown my way on uh residence and vibration and stuff like that and how it works with the
0: body. It's really it's interesting in my opinion. Well, we had ghost hunters on a couple weeks ago. Why not some sound healers, right? You know
1: what? We need to go do that uh thing with them
0: and then we can get healed afterwards. <laughs> so <laughs> let's In what world, let's be honest for a second, in what world do you really think Chris Andrews is going to go on a ghost hunt?
1: Why not?
0: I ain't spending the night. I will go there. And I'll go in the place. I
1: think spending the night makes it that much more.
0: Exactly.
1: Well, yeah. That's the idea. And then you come back and we talk about it.
0: I'll talk about it the next day. After I've like slept in my like you know Marriott.
1: No, no. See, almost the idea it. is you spend some time there during the day, get used to the place, spend the night there, have some experiences, and then you talk about it. So you, you sounds say, like fun to me.
0: You call it experiences and you say it like it's like we're going to Disneyland, like we've rode the Matterhorn, what an experience. <laughs> That's how I see it. Yeah. I think it's gonna be an experience. Well, I will tell you this much. They kind of slated us for early April. Okay. But I will promise you I'm not spending the night.
1: Why are you wimping out? I didn't
0: wimp out. I told you for the day we filmed I wasn't going to spend the night.
1: But why aren't you going to do it? That's what I'm saying you're wimping out about. Like, there's... What's the big deal about spending the night there?
0: I don't necessarily go looking for trouble. Trouble just seems to pretty much always know where I'm at. So you believe in this stuff then? I don't I
1: don't know. Because I don't want to really dive into it too much. But I mean, if you believe in it, then you're scared of it, so you don't want to spend the night.
0: No, I just I don't believe in stirring the pot. Do I believe in Supernatural? But then you have to
1: believe in it in order to stir it.
0: I believe in Supernatural. that I do believe I believe there is a heaven I believe there's a hell that I 100% believe in does that mean there are spirits walking the earth yes I believe in that but I don't Uh, want to go see I don't I don't want to provoke them
1: I don't I've never experienced anything like that in my life
0: Hmm. and so for me I'm willing to give it the shot you've got confidence because in your mind well it's not confidence it's just
1: nothing's ever happened to me right I've never had an experience where something fell off the wall that I didn't go, oh, well, that's because that truck just drove by. No, I've right? never I've never I had mean, those experiences either. I've never had anything like that. I've never felt uncomfortable in my own skin or felt that something's around me, nothing, any, nothing like that. Yeah. And so to be able to go and experience that, I think would be interesting. And then to actually like have a picture with something by me or something. I'd be like, whatever. You're right. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. And that's why for me, I see it as an experience.
0: So like with, after I interviewed these girls, well, we interviewed these girls. One thing that I kind of picked up on that I appreciate is like, they don't delve in the dark. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, that's cool. So it's like, they're not trying to go out and have seances or play with the Ouija boards or anything like that. Cause to me, like that's just, you're asking for trouble. Uh I know there's a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, but let's just pretend for one second that it's true. Why the fuck would you go do something stupid like that? You want to go summon something dark? Like, are you fucking dumb? (laughs) But, like, for me, the whole Ouija
1: board thing, I look at it and I go, it's a game. I don't see it as a, a seance. I have never done it, right? Same.
0: But I'd be curious so so here's here's kind of where, like, my final stance in is on all that. So how do I word this? Again, because, like, you know, like, there's certain things we don't want to touch on on our podcast, and we definitely flirted with it with that interview. You know, we don't want to touch on religion. We don't want to touch on politics. We don't want to touch on, you know, there's certain things you just, you don't touch on. But, like, with these guys, what they do... I believe that they believe in what they do. And I'm cool with that. Do I believe it's authentic? I don't think they're fake. I don't know how to explain it. I think my final thought is this right here. So like, I, you know, it, we lived on a ranch in Scottsville, Arizona. 40 acres. lot of dark spaces. Never scared of it. Never experienced anything weird, never saw an alien, anything like that. I can walk out on the back porch and I'll take the trash out or walk out on, you know, just walk around the house. Don't get bothered by it. Kind of the same way at my house right now. Like, it gets dark and quiet sometimes in Arizona. That kind of stuff don't bother me. But I don't think that... I I think the human race can sometimes be naive... In thinking that we're the only life form in the universe, I think that's naive. So it's like, okay, you got all this, this universe, we're the only ones that extracted intelligent life. Like, really? And, you know, maybe there is, maybe there isn't, you know, like a spiritual realm to, to all this. You know, I, I think that's all subjective to like what a person believes. I'm never gonna re- ridicule anybody for what they believe. Ever because that's your beliefs, I just look at it like this you're touching a hot stove. What does your parents always tell you growing up don't touch the stove it's hot. Some people got to learn the hard way though i don't want to learn the hard way <laughs> to me that's what their world is. It is touching the heart the, the hot stove, but they're that- trying to summon. Things That are not Of the That are You know Again Maybe true Maybe not Do I You know I believe in Supernatural Do I believe in the things That they do There's so many fakes Out there It's hard to believe What they do is true Especially when you look At the television shows Like Because you can do anything On a television show However I know Bethany Bethany's not a fake person So it's like that's why I say I believe that she believes in what she does. I just want to go check
1: out and enjoy the experience. And I think spending the night there really would add to the experience. It would be a great thing to talk about on this podcast. I think it would give us a lot of material.
0: Yeah, well, if I get scratched in the chest, I'm kicking your ass in your sleep because, you know... Face to face. <laughs> I I don't think we'd be sleeping in the basement. Oh, no freaking way. Yeah. I don't think we would be, but uh, they be don't used? let anybody in the basement. Yeah. Cause that's where supposedly all the drama happens. Yeah. But bottom line, like I said, enjoy your sleep. <laughs> Take your mask. Well, that,
1: well, for sure. And, and that's part of it, too, is that for me, I'd, I'm really curious to see if anything would happen because Oops. I have sleep apnea. And when I put my mask on, I become dead to the world.
0: Yeah. Well, I have sleep apnea and I don't sleep with the mask on, nor do I sleep with the mask off. I stay awake so long to the point where I just eventually pass out. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen. You're going to put your mask on. You're gonna fall asleep. There's my insomniac ass with no television, no books, just dead silence, and you know old buildings crackle, and I'm gonna think that's like some kind of you know spirits are gonna come scratch my chest.
1: Hey, if a spirit, why would I put myself if through deliberate to rub fear? My
0: arm or rub my back
1: while I'm sleeping. I'm all good for that.
0: I thought you were going somewhere else with that.
1: Come on now.
0: (laughs) We're going to paint its fingernails? Ew. (laughs) Anyway, we spent way more time talking about that than I wanted to. You brought it up. Actually, you did.
1: Well, initially, but now you're bringing it up again.
0: Fair enough. Um, What else were we going to talk about? I don't know. I got a list. I sent it to you. We'll figure it out. Until then. I don't know. I kind of like these episodes where we just kind of shoot the shit.
1: Some interesting stuff comes out.
0: I'm just sorry I forgot my laptop.
1: No, it worked out. Yeah. Now here I am up another 22 and a half hours. Good Lord. What is today? Tuesday? Today's now Wednesday. Now
0: Wednesday. I don't even know anymore. Anyway, shoot.
1: All right, Chris. Well, Shawnee boy. Hey, no, no. I got you this time. Damn it. Go ahead. I said it. Yeah. You said so, Chris? Yeah, yeah,
0: we'll do another.
1: All right. One more. One more. At least one more.
0: Maybe two. And we'll see what happens after the freaking ghost hunters get a hold of us. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, well, until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And uh, stay tuned for some social media um, drops, I guess was what you call them. I don't even know. I'm not social media smart. I just don't have to post memes. Um, But, yeah, we're about to be very active on social media. Stay tuned for that. We'll post it right here. Um, Whether you listen via Apple or Spotify, you'll have the links to drop. And uh, Oh, yeah, Q&As. We're going to have some Q&A's coming up via social media. But until then, we are the two loose screws. That is Sean. I am Chris. And we are tired.